0: Oh you hey. December 21st, it changed my life forever He was coming down when he ain't not even notice me I stood up and grabbed my bow He made his way down through the funnel I drew back, I'm locked, I'm ready to rock it Ain't no turning back It's like a meteorite when it took flight Looked like a shooting star Let my arrow fly, then he died within 40 yards see my things to heaven Cause I have to give thanks to God edited and then put out within a couple days Couple hours, go by. I was already at 20K Dude, steady going up, knocking out milestones I can never give it up, I had to stay strong How could out forget to mention when I was running through thickets Rabbit hunt with old heads, we were trying to get a limit when the pack of bagel hounds, sounded like dog pounds catching trying to cross a lane, and I had to cut them down I see the times are changing Overlook for so long, to see a change is amazing Outdoor magazine seeing familiar faces To see a face was in my mind, we finally
1: made Alright,
2: welcome back to the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast I'm your host, Braden Tolles In the studio with me, the one and only, Colton Walson. Holy shit, dude. We are podcasting, finally, again. We're back. Been a minute. Back like we never left, (laughs) we've been gone a bit, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know. I was, who was I talking to about that? It might have been Cooper, I don't know. But I was just like, dude, between September and the elk hunts going on, I'm like, I haven't given a shit about this yeah like i took it serious (laughs) like quit drinking Mm -hmm. quit literally i don't even i wasn't even hanging out with people much like i was just working out every day running not editing podcasts i'm like you know you hear guys say all the time like oh like don't miss a week like stay on it i'm like i'm not doing this to make money i'm not gonna make money doing this i'm like if anyone ever started paying us listen to us talk you're fucking stupid i wouldn't pay us (laughs) but you know i don't know i took i took september very seriously i know you did yep and you know just between getting ready for elk and then doing stuff for deer around here it's like you know what i'll put it on the back burner i'll start pushing episodes again at some point you know yeah and I, i think we're finally there right in the start of deer season but sure we're gonna gonna try to get back on schedule what about you i know you had an elk hunt i don't want to uh i don't want to talk too much about that sure we're gonna save that i'm gonna try to get drew in here maybe his dad too Mm -hmm. and just do a couple big elk episodes but give me a bit of a rundown
1: what you've been up to um like you said getting ready for that colorado trip and then we spent 11 days up there um other than that getting Um, all of our food plots in and everything kind of, you know, ready for deer season and praying for rain. Yeah. No shit. You know, actually side topic rain.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I was asking a couple guys this and they didn't know the answer. And I don't know why I didn't think about asking you. Has it been a worse year for rain than last year? Or has it been better? I feel like before you answer, I feel like we've gotten more rain this year than last because dude, I had some deer last year that you could just tell were. Didn't get, like, just by the look of the racks, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They were really no mass really spindly looking, and I know that's not all just on rain, and but, you yeah. know, certain nutrition
1: nutrients they're not getting and whatnot, but go ahead and answer that. We've gotten more rain this year, but it's the timing of the rain. Uh-huh. So, like, we had a really wet spring, and then May was completely dry, June was completely dry, July, so that right there, growing season, and yeah. then we got hammered with rain in July, but that just brought us back up to normal, and then since since I think the fifteenth of July, we haven't had any rain. Yeah, I any mean substantial rain. I yeah, I think it was
2: two maybe three weeks ago. It was a set, two weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Saturday. Only reason I remember this because I was actually dove hunting with other Colton, but it poured for mm-hmm. like I don't know a good. I think you were still gone. Yeah. I don't know. It rained for a while, a few hours at least. And even then, like a few days later, it's like it didn't even rain. It yeah. was back to being <laughs> dusty as all hell. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was just, I don't know. We talked about, you brought up rain. I'm like, I had to ask a question.
1: Because last year for like, I guess when we planted, um, it was really dry and, you know, all summer long. Mm-hmm. But we got really, we got a ton of rain in like August, September mm-hmm. last year. But I still think we've got more rain this year. It's just the timing of it.
2: Yeah, that's that's right. And I tried looking it up too, but I couldn't quite like find any like specific answer. But I'm like, I feel like it's rained more this year than sure. last. But all right, it is what what is today? October sixth. right, Friday the sixth. Yeah, we kind of sort of got a bit of a cold front pushing in.
1: Yep, first cold front of the year.
2: Yep, it not not necessarily. I don't think it's supposed to freeze tonight. Mm-hmm. I wish it would, but it's not gonna, Yeah. but significant weather change, temperature change from Thursday going into Friday. Mm-hmm. It was like, shoot, I want to say the high Thursday was like 76, 78 ish, somewhere in there. And then high today was like, what? 60 to yeah. 62, maybe.
1: Well, I, I was hunting this morning and it was 40, 42, 42. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's, I mean, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll jump into it right now. Do you got? Hmm. I guess a season update. Did you hunt much in September?
1: No, no, no. I I hunted one day, but okay. Same actually year. no, I hunted. Um, I didn't hunt any in September. October first was my first okay. first day hunting.
2: Um, any bucks that you would have thought would have been susceptible to this? Weather changes temp drop. Did you have any bucks that you thought were like,
1: you know, they could do it? Um anything you, close, I guess, is a good way to put it. No, because most of mine most of my shooter bucks are like not shooter bucks, but the ones that, that I'm looking for, they're still like midnight to three A. M. Pretty dang no- yeah. nocturnal. Nocturnal. O- on your place at least. Yeah, on my place. And that's that's pretty par for the course because we're kind of And in the highway where everything in the county, like we, we, we talked to everybody and I've got the same bucks on camera as this guy, guy I know down the road, four miles and he's got the same deer. And so they run this railroad track. Mm -hmm. And so normally about the week before Halloween, that's when everything really, we'll start seeing daylight bucks. Yeah. Has it, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to take it for a minute.
2: My season has been different not normal Mm -hmm. so put it this way usually never fails in the summer i'll get a pretty good amount of velvet photos and i'm not uh, i'll just break it down usually a bunch of smaller bucks but a lot of photos and then i'll get usually like i don't know one or two decent bucks and maybe even like okay hey that's a shooter yeah but most of the time and you know too usually when they're in velvet They're they're a totally different animal than when they're hardhorn. you know what I mean. The way they're living, just what everything they do is different. So I I never really count on them summer photos. You know, I never count on any of those deer to really be around. Maybe some stick, maybe some don't. You know, but this year, two photos. One buck who I don't know. He was a decent eight. He might have went one thirty five. And this was also in velvet. So he even looks bigger than what he really is. So probably more like 130. Yeah. Had a couple photos of him. Haven't seen him, which not a shooter anyway. And then another buck that is, I don't know, might go 120 maybe. Mm -hmm. And that buck stuck around for a bit. Still haven't seen him in a few weeks now, but I cannot buy a buck photo right now. Not a one. And this is, it's weird because it's never been like that. And kind of like what you said about, you know, towards the end of October is when you start getting your bigger mature deer moving in. I'm kind of the same way. It's usually like that latter part of that second week in October or into that third week, you know, anywhere between, I don't know if I had to put a date on it, the 15th through the end of the month. That last half of the month is when I usually get my big deer in. So I'm not freaking out just yet, Mm -hmm. but I have no idea why I didn't get a single velvet photo. It never happened on this on this particular piece. Yeah. And uh, tell me, I got a few ideas in mind what may have happened. What do you think of that? And how do, how do you react to that? Do you, are you freaking out yet? Are you staying calm? Like not, you know, just let it bake, see what happens.
1: Yeah, I kind of just, we've had history with all of our properties and that's kind of how we are like- I get a couple velvet photos, but other once it seems like once September hits, then I get one or two and the bucks go somewhere else. But we have tons of does. And so if I wasn't getting pictures of does, then I'd I'd worry. Yeah. But cuz the bucks are going to come around once they start firing up,
2: sure. And I I got plenty of does. I just thought it was weird. I'm like what happened this summer? Sure. And I don't know if it was a crop rotation. I don't know if it was a water thing. I don't know if it's because the landowner was back there. He was cutting down a bunch of just like the freaking thorn bushes and all, all the shit that grows up that needs to cut down. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, even if he was doing that, I'm like, they'd still, if they were around, they'd be there at night. They'd be on camera. Yeah. And I don't know. I just thought it was odd that I didn't get no buck photos just weird you know
1: yeah and i get that but we've like i don't know i you know cameras only see what trips that laser line true something can walk behind it like like this morning i when i hunted this morning my camera missed six deer this morning yeah which no fault of the camera but it's only pointing in one direction but
2: i also i i agree with what you're saying but I also usually only tie that with bigger deer, yeah, smarter deer. There ain't no way that a little basket rack six or eight, you know what I mean? These, they, they, they always walk in front of the camera. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. I'm like, what's going on? True. And I'm giving it till, I don't know, like I said, the end of October and then I'm going to Cause I don't, I do not want to go into it just blind in the rut and being like, okay, no idea, no shooters, no nothing. Let's just hope. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like sure. I want to try to pattern deer. I want to learn more about them and do it that way. Just you know, more, I don't know, educated with them instead of just going in there blind. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Wanted your take on that?
1: No, I get that. But it is. We were actually kind of talking with some buddies like about. Um, not running cameras one year just to go back, kind of how Could it was, not do it, go back how kind of how it was, for just what shows up shows now, up. Now,
2: I would go back to no cell cams, I would do that just because, dude, do you remember the excitement of pulling a card and then you're like, okay, got to get home, get home, get home, get home, finally get there, throw it in the computer, and you're just like, what do we got? Mm-hmm. What do we got? Now that I do miss, yeah. but I do not think I could ever just go blind into a season. I really don't.
1: I think if you, like on the like the property that I hunt, mm-hmm. and I and I picked up a new piece. So I wouldn't do it on the new piece because I'm still learning it. Yeah. But the property I've hunted for a long time, I know where the deer are going to be. hmm And I just think it'd be fun one year just, like well, I, it'd just be, it, I think you would add to, Now, now,
2: with you saying this, do you know that you have other shooters on other cameras? Or are you saying it would be fun to have absolutely no no idea? we
1: were saying January 1st, pull all cameras. Everywhere. On on the entire property, and that way...
2: No, but I'm talking about other properties, though. What if you have, what if you know, you're like, okay, I got a shooter on this piece, another shooter on this other piece, but we're going to pull all the cameras here. What if you pulled every single camera on every property?
1: Yeah. And and that's, that's probably what I would do because if you're I, you're insane because like on that new piece, unless a, I, I know what caliber of deer are down there. Mm-hmm. And so I know what could step out at any moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, within that section of absolute slammer of a buck, it yeah. killed every year. And so, you never know what could step out. So that, so unless I had a bona fide like daylighting two hundred inch deer on the other property, I would probably still hunt that. I just think it'd be real cool to go back to how it was. Psycho. <laughs> don't
2: don't give anybody any ideas, man. There's already fucking cameras being pulled, you know, in like those western states. It was a talked about, and I, I think they even talked about it on like public ground around here. So it did get it did get passed. Here's my argument with it. And who was against it is my question. Yeah. Who was? Do you know? Mm-mm. Who would it be? I, I don't understand who would even put that in motion. Yeah. Thought it was a good idea anywhere here in Kansas or those Western states, anywhere, doesn't matter, to take cameras off of public ground. Only thing that comes to my mind is it is a quote unquote anti-hunter or it has to be because the way I look at it is if you that's just one more thing being taken away from hunters as a whole. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, you know, there's there's always a big dick contest between hunters, whether it's with you name it, from bows to deer you know so to a guy who's shooting a hundred inch deer to a guy who's shooting a 200 inch deer and they're bickering back and forth but like at the end of the day like i talk shit a lot on rifle hunters now i don't talk it's not meaningful shit yeah i give them shit yeah because like you know i'm a i'm a hunter i do both i know i still stand by if you give anyone a gun that is sighted into 200 yards anyone they can go out and shoot a deer now I'm not telling you they're going to shoot a monster. Mm. They can put the crosshairs on a deer shoulder.
1: You'd be you need to come to the shooting range cuz not a whole lot of people can make a two. Now if you said 100 yards, maybe. But the amount Even of- 100. Okay. Okay, 100. Okay. Even 100. Okay.
2: But what what I'm saying is kind of getting off topic there about the whole camera thing. Sure. I I don't ever even want to think about something like that because it's like like here's one. There's a big argument how people say like these cell cams or even cameras in general. Mm-hmm. Like the argument, it's like, if you take them away, people won't be killing big deer or killing as many deer, killing deer in general. Mm-hmm. Like people are saying the cameras are doing the killing for them. I don't think it would affect it a whole lot to guys like us.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause the camera law in Kansas, the Kansas department of Wildlife's reasoning was it reduces the amount of foot traffic on public ground.
2: What if you're not a hunter? Yeah. What, that's like the same thing dealing with like those Western sedates. You know, you run into just hikers. You mm-hmm. run into hippies. You run into all sorts of people. And I'm sure it's the same thing around here. I'm sure like, yeah. hell, even where I've hunt, I've had a lady, I shit you not, walking through the, I heard, I'm like, what is that? Got closer. I hear someone talking. I'm like, what is going on? Just walking through the woods on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. What is this psycho doing? I'm like, who just goes stomping through the timber <laughs> on a phone call? But I've, I feel like that happens no matter where you go. Sure. How can, reduces the foot traffic of hunters maybe, but as a whole, you're still going to have plenty of foot traffic through there. Yeah. What about guys who hunt m- mushrooms? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, no, I just don't like that idea at all. I don't like it being brought up because then it's going to give some whack job the idea saying, oh, we don't need this. And there's already enough things being taken away from hunters as a whole. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? That's just my take on it. It would be fun, though, if you did, on private ground, pull your cameras and just went into it blind. Mm -hmm. It would still be fun to have that mystery type of hunt. So, I don't know. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. All right. So... We opened on the eleventh of September, so we've been open for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. I know other states opened on the first, and I think some even probably haven't opened yet. I don't know exactly as a whole, but it's right around there, right? What have you been hearing, as I guess intel for what Bucks are doing right now? There's one thing that comes to my mind. I want to know what comes to yours.
1: What right now or in September? Like when? Like on? The- I'm
2: gonna say right now because i you know what we'll go down this side freaking hole, hole real quick okay i think kansas opens their season too early oh see i disagree oh okay i love Our, we're gonna do is what we're 20 minutes in we're gonna do this for we're gonna try to keep this under five minutes let's okay. argue go ahead
1: well because i know right now i don't think it's a like obviously we got a cold front so a lot of deer on their feet and I saw a lot, and a lot of deer have gotten shot. I will give yes. them that. I will get. I will say that. And but I know the f- opening week, like opening week. I know of seven bucks that got killed. Like nine eleven September. Yes. Well, like nine eleven through the fifteenth. I know. A so lot, that. No. I be. know a lot of bucks that got killed because, and I think it is, is they're still in there. Like that first week, they're still in that summer oh, feeding path.
2: Agreed, hundred percent. I guess. And maybe this is because, I know it's different on every farm, it, it really just depends where you are, because I feel like it, there, there's two scenarios. Either A, you have a buck patterned yeah, at, like, you know what he's doing, you're going to go in there and kill the Marley. Or B, you don't. Yeah, It's one or the other. And you either got to play the waiting game and wait for, let's say, a cold front like now, like, let's say you had a buck who was close, and... Okay, boom! Friday and Saturday, I'm getting a 15 plus degree drop. North northwest winds are coming in. Let's hunt him. It's a perfect wind for my stand. Whatever. But I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I have never had that early early season pattern. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't, I can't. I don't know if it's Iowa or Ohio, but they or Illinois, they hunt into January, dude. Really? Yeah. And cause the October one, and then I don't know if it's the end of January. Now, my only, I guess, rebuttal to that would be, when do you say they start losing their racks? When I, do they start falling off? And I know that's also very nutrition we, dependent. Yes. It's very wishy washy.
1: I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen middle of January. Typically, it's February, but I've I have seen it happen in the middle of January.
2: See, and I was gonna say the same thing. I have seen bucks drop them that like that extended doe season. Mm-hmm. But I've also, when I have cameras left out if they're still juiced up, I've had them going into January and they still have their racks. So I do think it's very just yeah. deer dependent. But I don't know. I I always kind of just. I don't know. Think about that. I'm like, man, what if you could do... Because also, think about this. Dude, December is a busy month Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Because you got a lot of family. You got a lot of holiday shit between Christmas and then the New Year's on the first, you know. New Year's Eve, the 31st. I don't know. I was just like, man, what if you... And maybe not even the whole month. What if you just pushed it to like... I don't know. September, into September, like 25th ish, like somewhere yeah. in that last week. And then you pushed that extended doe season, left it to re- nor- regular deer season, and then pushed your that extended doe season back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just gave guys another maybe week and a half, two weeks just because of holiday shit. You know yep. what I mean? I don't know. That's my take on that. Okay, back to it. What is the word on deer right now? What do you,
1: where do you think they are? What do you think they're eating? So I think they're going just like kind of the standard. I think they're going not, not, not necessarily like nocturnal or whatever, but I think they're staying pretty tight to their bed bedding area. And they're coming out. What we've been noticing is they're coming out like all the food sources that are real close to the bedding area. In that usually that area, such as oh, like acorns. Like, what are we talking? Yeah, at? well, we don't have any. We're unfortunate. We don't have any like like you know hardwoods.
2: That's the boat I'm in with you too. But all I keep hearing is these deer are hugging the timber. Yep. So close to their beds. Yep. And then these acorns off these oaks.
1: Yeah, you're not going to pull them. A corn pile won't pull them off a fresh oak tree drop. No,
2: no. And
1: I don't know if. They are hammering persimmons, though, too. Okay. you got persimmon trees on on your property. Explain that to somebody if they don't know what that means. So that's like the Kansas acorns. It's it's basically a fruit tree that grows wild here, and they're about the size of an apple, Mm -hmm. and they're real sweet.
2: Okay. That's just what I've been hearing. And I I wonder, I'm like, I didn't, I, I can't remember exactly, but I'm like, man, I didn't acorns were not that big of a talk i mean i know they're a consistent food food for deer Mm -hmm. but dude all i hear all over is oh they're hitting the acorns they're hitting the acorns like if you got acorns that's where you need to be and i've heard scrapes are getting hit hard right now too Mm -hmm. and colt other colton he's got scrapes everywhere me i can't buy a scrape i can't buy a buck but i was just curious i'm like hmm Maybe if those acorns are really hot right now and they're just in the timber and in the oats and where I'm at, it's, it's in a pocket, right? There's timber here and here, but I can't hunt that. Yeah. Now the whole field is like, it's not hay. It's just like kind of CRP-ish. It's th- over, overgrown. CRP. Overgrown is what it is. It's got a lot of thickets in it yeah. and thornbrush. Now there, I do have a lot of beds. Yeah. There are a lot of beds in there, but. No oaks that I have access to. And I kind of wondered, I'm like, hmm, are they really just hitting it that hard? Are these deer and bigger deer at that just sticking to this timber? I don't know. I'm hoping, just going back to me having no cameras, getting tired of looking at does. Hopefully, man, hopefully within the next couple weeks,
1: I start getting some movement, you know? And you should. So... Like for where we're at, you know, where we hunt, I've got, I got two tree stands on the two trees that I can possibly put a tree stand sure. on. We just don't have any big timber. And so we're, we're just like you, a bunch of overgrown is overgrown CRP. Sure. That's about 20 years old. Yeah. So, but we've got a couple sections on the property that, uh, one of them we call the graveyard and just, it's about 15 acres. No one goes in there we'd leave that for the deer i burn it we burn it every three years and it is just thick great bedding area yeah but and i can see from the outside when i glass it so i I can glass it from about a quarter mile away i can see beds all over the place and scrapes but that's the only place i've found scrapes so far on that piece would you say where you're hunting at are you
2: like looking at it on like a top of Yes, topographical standpoint. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you higher? Or are you lower? So we are the same. We're higher in most places. So the whole place is a rolling hill, mm-hmm. and there's one kind of valley that we do, valley and hillside we don't touch, and then the other side, the, the where the graveyard is, that's the lowest point on the property. Okay, and it's surrounded by by a creek bottom, yep. and so it's kind of their that's their own deal. Yep, that's k- kind of similar to what I got, you know. It's like you go up
2: and then once you kind of plane out, I slowly kind of it slowly drops into like this pocket, but off the backside, you know, you got a ridge there and there's actually a natural spring running through there, but to the north it's kind of the same, but it also kind of starts to on the neighbor's property starts to kind of start going down. So I mean, I'm say I'm still higher up Mm-hmm. But I'm also in a, I don't know, a low area sure. to the property that I have access to, you yeah. know, but I don't know. I was just curious about that because that's all I've been hearing is acorns and they're still in the timber and they're slipping out just to the edge, mm-hmm. you know. So I was just curious. Um, Are you seeing a lot of scrapes on your property? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not either. I know it's. Property, you know, depends
1: on the piece. Like Colton has them. We don't as of right now. But we hold does typically, and it's how it happens every year. We hold the does, and like I said, once the rut starts to kick off, like pre-rut, when it then, starts heating up, then the bucks start coming in. Yep. And, I, and I'm fine with that, you know. I'm okay with that, too. I I have the does,
2: and I say that, you know. That's yeah. all I'm tired of looking at them. <laughs> I'm actually going to go shoot a few. There's probably two or three too many. They're going to get shot, but that's kind of where I'm still at with it. I'm like, I'm not freaking out. I'm not running around just yet because I was looking at the other day, just old photos I had, I had four shooters last year on this piece and I didn't hunt this property at all last year. I was chasing different deer on another piece, but my brother hunted it and he came really close to a couple different ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like, dude, there is no way all four of those fuckers. Either got shot, got hit by a car. No. Now maybe, maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Maybe ex- maybe exposure. Maybe the winter was that bad on them. Maybe they died. But all four of them, I'm like, yeah. that. You know what I mean? I'm still holding on to hope because oh, they're there. One of those bucks, man. He he's got to be at least six, if not seven, this year. He's so fucking cool, dude. He's got split twos. And not like just a little split. He looks like a freaking mule deer. Mm -hmm. We call him High West because of it. And his brows do some, they grow up just like an inch and then they kick out sideways. I think I've showed you these photos. Mm -hmm. But there's like three other deer. I'm like, man, they have got to be around. I'm like, there's nothing that could have been that significant to completely push them away for good. No. Right. It's still not their time to show up yet, so I'm st- yeah. I'm still giving them that time. I'm not freaking out. I keep going back this because I'm kind of freaking out, but I'm not. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Velvet.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I kind of touched on it earlier. I can't remember if it was on the mic or off the mic. But do you, on your pieces, do you keep a lot of those deer that you do see in Velvet? Like, those summer photos, do you see them come end of October, November?
1: Yeah, we, we see them in end you, of October. You do November. hold them quite a bit? We hold them for about the first week of season. Like, we always joke, if you want to shoot them, you've got about to maybe the 15th, 16th, mm-hmm. and then they they go dark again. Yeah. And we know... Because, they're, like we said, they're still
2: on that summer pattern.
1: Yep. And we know about where they go. Sure. they um, We know about where they go, but we'll, once... We, you know, come October, we'll see him again.
2: Okay. Here's one thing I wanted to touch on too, was water. You know, a lot of guys do food plots. You know, food plots have become very, very popular for a lot of guys. And effective, yes. But actually, I heard this from another guy who was talking about it. He would take a water source. And I'm not talking like a pond or something that's out in the middle of the field. I'm talking about this guy dug a hole, Mm -hmm. put a man-made water source in the ground, fills it. And I was, I don't know. I just heard him talking about that. I'm like, you know, I have never once thought about that. So thought about, you know what I mean? Digging a hole, whether whatever, with a shovel, if you got access to a skid steer, a tractor, whatever, and then putting in your own water hole and doing it smart, you know, not in the wide open, put it near kind of some timber. If you got it, mm -hmm. whatever you got for cover, and I was like, damn, that's a good
1: idea. No, it is. And I think it goes a bit down to whatever your scarcity is. So deer need cover, water, food. If you don't have a lot of food. And
2: they also got to work with each other. Yes. Because if, you, like, I got, I have water on the property. There's like four ponds on this property. Mm-hmm. But you could, you could see them freaking half a mile out. Yeah. You know? Go ahead.
1: So, like, for us, we've, we're have we're, we're lucky. We've got water everywhere. So, deer don't need more water and the water th- coming through the timber, but they've got a lot of cover. And so, food is our big thing. If we didn't have food plots, we wouldn't have any food on the property besides hay, besides, what? besides, besides hay and the browse, whatever. But
2: do you have a shot to where that water source is? Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just going to say, I'm like, man, like a tank right next to a food plot. Yeah. Or right before, you know, because they're going to hit the water before the food plot. It's like, dude. That'd be sick.
1: We started putting um uh salt salt and mineral licks next to all the food plots, all mm-hmm. the smaller ones. Yeah. And I started noticing they hit the mineral and then they come feed. Every mm-hmm. almost every single one of them will go over to the salt lick, yeah. grab it and then then come start feeding. Yeah.
2: I'm a, honestly I'm a I'm a big fan of, you know, mineral blocks or salt lick, whatever whatever yep. you want to use. I just dude, I feel like it catches their attention. Mhm. And honestly, they eat the freaking dirt before they eat the salt block. I think we've talked about this, too. Yeah. They put a freaking hole in the ground. Yeah. But I really like those just because they last forever. Like I, there's still one out on a piece that's from last year, and it's don't get me wrong, it used to it was a fifty pound block. Now it's a lot smaller, but I'm a fan of those. Yeah, I me do too. like them. Uh, okay. This one's kind of. I want to know. I don't want to get too deep into this but do you got any like season habits is there anything that you do like personally like if it's like shout hygiene like the way you shout start to shower you know like you know like how guys use like scents and whatnot that's sure. kind of what i'm getting at between like your gear anything you do do you do you do you do anything special with either your like your camo or anything that you do personally when it comes to like deer
1: season Honestly, I'm going to disappoint people I don't. No. I just the one thing I do habitually, I guess whatever that that I do change any of my rut stands. I do not step foot in them. I don't hunt them until I know the rut's kicked on. Like I I I don't I like like with the stand I hunted today is on the border of it, but it's mainly like an all I would call it an all season. I mean, deer there in September through mm-hmm. February. But I've got some travel corridors that I won't hunt until I know the rut's on. Okay. I
2: think you understood me wrong. Anything you do
1: at home. Oh, at home?
2: Um, At home. Like, I can tell you what I do. And I know we've talked about this before. Like, a few things I'll start to do. I wash a lot of towels mm -hmm. and a handful of different hoodies and my camo. But I always wash it in that nonsense sure. detergent. And I don't know. I'll even kind of start showering in that nonsense stuff because I'm like, you know, it doesn't smell like the greatest to probably another person. But I'm like, I got no one to impress. Yeah. Right. But those kind of things. Do you do anything different? Like, do you hang camo outside for a week before you hunt? Do you do... You know, what I'm tra- you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'll anything
1: wa- like that. I'll wash it in the no scent detergents and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the, and it goes into a oh, a tote where sure. I keep my camos in. Yep. But other than that, i mean I'm not one of the guys that gets dressed outside of the truck. Yeah. Like
2: I got gotcha. you. Okay. I was just curious about that. Uh anything you do, like, I don't know. I know like obviously like when fourth of july rolls around especially like september guys start you know shooting their bows more and this and that Mm -hmm. but is there anything you do like to get your mind right like me i don't know we've both been shooting our bows a lot lately from september and i don't know man i feel i feel like now right now i am the most dialed with my bow than i ever have been yep just probably from shooting it continuously for shit i don't know when did i buy the damn thing is honestly when i yeah haven't put it down you know it every even started for six months consistently yeah and i don't know i feel like that's one thing and that's kind of a given for us because of those hunts but i guess i'm trying to say like what else do you do for like um you know getting your head right like okay elk season's over and and it's a little different for us now that i think about it just because we did do elk and then when you get back it's kind of jumping right into deer season yeah but i guess i'm trying to think for like the average guy who maybe doesn't do those western hunts like what are some things that i guess you would do to get your head right
1: i know it sounds weird but like it always seems real that like when we do like our stand tune-up and blind tune-up you know you stick out all the ground blinds chain check straps chain straps cut shooting wings we do that and then i organize everything like all all my gear whatever so i know hey cold front's coming in i can just throw that tote in the truck and leave right from work yep yep no
2: i'm I'm the same way i do i do it with gear and like you said like that's huge too like ground blinds usually you know they pull them but a lot of guys are kind of lazy when it Does come to stands like and I'm guilty of it too. You know I don't always pull them, but always checking straps. You know and like you know I've we probably obsess over this more than the average guy. I would say so. Like yeah, yeah, we're constantly checking trail cameras. So I'm not really looking at that, but like that's a good a big one. I feel like is safety. Yeah, and I'm also kind of the pot calling the kettle black because I don't wear a freaking safety harness, (laughs) but. I always check straps, always make sure stands are sturdy. And then I try to do that in as little amount of time as possible. You know, I Mm. don't like being in there too much. I only like going in there when I have to. Like, I hate it, man. If a camera dies and it's like October 28th, I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, but what else I'm trying to think for, I like how you said about getting organized. Ooh, I always have a stand sitting on go. Always have a hang on stand ready to get pulled off the shelf. Yep. Straps ready to go with it. Whatever. If you got climbing sticks, great. If you just do the little screw screw ends, great. That's a big one for me. Oh, what else? What else? Mine is. I always sharpen broadheads.
1: If I'm running fixed blades, I always sharpen broad. Yeah.
2: That's a big one too. I'm kind of guilty of that. I don't know. I've also, I've also kind of dabbled with broadheads lately. I know we've talked about it before, but, uh, that is a big one you know just uh, checking arrows too yes you know we do shoot a lot and you burn through arrows whether it's you know hitting a deflect, hitting another arrow or hell even if you miss whatever but just just making sure your gear's good from what you're wearing to washing it you know to checking your bow making sure everything is where you're at you know and another thing too i love taking my bow to the shop and then just making sure everything is still good, you know, holding the tune, Yeah, everything's firing and hope to God, nothing gets moved around. Cause then you're kind of starting back over at square one, trying to get recited in and whatnot, but you know, little ticky tack things like that. I just like being kind of like how we are for September, you know, and mm-hmm. we're both there already just because of how anal we are about it. Yeah. But I was just curious about that.
1: Yeah. And I def- definitely think getting bow tunes. Cause like, especially mine, I got nervous after, you know, out there and you know dragging it through the dark timber for they, you know that long trip yeah man
2: i still remember i'd like to do you do everything you can tonight and then you'd fucking hit your bow on one thing and uh-huh. i'd sit there and like oh god i'm like am i still good i don't know I, I don't shooting good came back after that hunt and i sent a video to my buddies i'm like you know it kind of sucks when You don't get a kill one and then you come back after not shooting your bow for 12 days and boom, you're still dialed. Yep. You know, good and bad. Good for deer. She's in shitty for elk, but no, that's a good one. Uh, okay. Excitements and frustrations. I know you got some deer you're excited about. Yeah, Yep. You can say as little as you want, say as much as you want, just be as broad as you want about it, but got some potential shooters on cam
1: we do good we we got i got two shooters on cam um they're both on the new piece so i'm excited about that um and just kind of same thing they were daylighting real early like all the way through the summer we had them and it's the it's the opposite of the other place this place holds the bucks and i think we're gonna lose them come come the rut when they start cruising but I'm just waiting. I'm, I'll be real excited the first daylight picture I get out of them,
2: for sure. Yeah,
1: because they're they're two pretty good slammers.
2: Yeah, but to say the least, and hopefully you know conditions holding, you can get in there that if either the next day or the day you know sure try to get on them. Uh,
1: what about you? Like I
2: said, <laughs> no. One thing good though, we picked up a new piece out west. It's right. four hour drive. Yeah. But it's big deer country, and Br- Bryce is actually uh, putting a camera out there tomorrow. Um, I don't know. There's some giants out there. I've seen a few photos of deer that have gotten killed around where we're hunting at, and yeah. Good. They're big. But like I said, man, like, yeah, it would be fun to go out there because I got, what is it? I got 10 or 12 days in November that I got off. Like it would be fun to go out there, but man, I just keep looking at these deer I've had history with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like honestly, if I could go out and shoot we'll just put it and not go crazy. If I could go out and shoot a one sixty that i a big deer that I've never seen before, I'm like that's cool. But I'd almost rather shoot a one fifty that I've had three years history with.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I get that.
2: Should we put Drew on the podcast right quick? (laughs) Just to see what he has to say. Yeah. Here, hang on, guys. See if I can do this. Hello. Hey. Hey, you are uh, on the, you are live. You are on the podcast right now.
3: Fuck, why do I keep doing that?
2: I don't know. It's good timing or bad timing. Well, you're too big of a bitch to come into the studio and do it. So this is the next best thing. Did you shoot a deer? Is this why you're calling me?
3: Uh, no. Uh, I just did some scouting. Yeah. I'm just, uh, just heading back home now. Got a little dark.
2: Did you see anything? Yeah. Uh, You know what? Hey, before, before, before you go into what you saw, I think we've talked about it before, but don't, you don't have to say where you're at, but tell everyone your little plan of attack again this year. You did it last year. I know we talked about it, but maybe Colton doesn't know. How are you planning on killing a deer this year?
3: um well i'm gonna try and spawn stock one um so i've just been well tonight i well i got my camper shell on my truck so i'll standing up on top of that glassing. nice um and yeah that's just the plan glass one up and uh go kill it somehow
2: <laughs> hey you got close last year I, I uh like i said before to you i uh if I don't have any shooters, man, I don't I don't mind coming out there and playing this little spot-and-stalk-whitetail game with you. That'd be kind of fun.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know how it's going to go in October because um, when I was doing a last year, it was during the rut. Um, so they were kind of distracted and were moving a lot. Um, so I'm not really sure how it's going to go, but I some coyotes started fucking going off and uh, there's some. Um, and so there is four or five does running, and there is a buck with them. Nice. Um, didn't get a real good look at him, but he looks pretty decent.
2: I mean, it's good that you're seeing deer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully you can get it done too before the rifle season comes. You remember that?
3: Yeah. That,
2: that yeah, yeah. Colton, he, he's out there spotting, stalking these whitetails with a bow. And he calls me and I drew, what was it? You saw a dude in orange. Walking with a red wagon thing to a ground blind, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he, it,
3: in the middle of a field, just plop that fucking ground blind down right in the middle of it.
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it might <laughs> might, it might be a good tactic.
3: It might have worked.
2: It might work. But yeah, he was yeah, like, he
3: might have shot a deer. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Drew was like. What's what's the date and I, I looked at it. I'm like oh, and we, it, it was op- it was it opening a rifle
3: yeah I think it was opening day yeah
2: we had no idea that rifle season started that day and <laughs> but it, it was kind of a kick in the dick but no drew uh I was talking to Colton about this we're gonna have to get you in town we're we're talking whitetails tonight but I got plans to do a few. Elk podcast covering our trip and Colton's trip and I even want to get your dad in here for that too. So we're gonna have to work some magic and see if we can get him on uh get him in here.
3: Yeah. Um I'll definitely be back here. It'll be pretty soon. Um, I'm gonna try and make my way back there.
2: Oh yeah. A nice thing too, I mean, you're spending time out there hunting on the ground, but you you also got property back here, you know, but Yeah.
3: So hopefully something fucking shows up on camera and and come back there and do some hunting
2: too. Agreed. We need these temps to stay low. I know they're supposed to get kind of warmish a few days next week, but I think it's gonna to try to stay hopefully, hopefully relatively yeah. low than the past previous weeks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But hey yeah,
2: go ahead, go ahead.
3: It's supposed to be pretty cold out here. Um get down into the, you know, mid thirties.
2: Are you uh, gonna are you gonna hunt the morning?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go out in the
2: morning and see what happens. Nice, yeah. We are too. Lex, Lexi's got a date with a doe. Nothing like taking your pregnant girlfriend bow hunting. <laughs> she, yeah, I, does anybody want to bet right now 20 bucks that a blanket makes its way into the blind? Does anybody want to take that bet? Oh, absolutely. That
3: No, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah,
2: without a doubt.
3: Without a doubt.
2: No. Hey, let me finish this podcast up and then I'll holler back at you all right man sounds good all right uh one last thing too. tell all the people for you know who got get get them excited for deer season drew it's october 6th and shit's gonna start getting interesting before too long give them something
3: yeah it's uh definitely earlier than i started last year which is a good thing so
2: uh wait do you have arrows made
3: oh yeah you haven't
2: changed from colorado no. Wow. Shocking.
3: It, yeah, it's kind of surprising, but uh, we're ready to go.
2: All right. Good deal. All right. Hit them with something. Give them something good.
3: Uh, I don't know anything good. Just I'm, fucking shoot whatever walks in front of you. That's what I'm going to do. All
2: right. Fair enough. Shoot whatever walks in front of you. You heard it here first, guys. All right, Drew. I'll holler at you in a bit.
3: All right. See you, guys. All right. Later.
2: All right. Where were we at? <laughs> uh, You were just talking about your... Oh, getting excited. Yeah. Okay. Kind of want to talk about frustrations for a bit here. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some things that make you just mad during deer season? And it can be it can be early, it can be middle, it can be late. Like, I w- a few things, and I'll talk about a few too, but I want to know, what are a few things like where you're in season and it's almost like you're not enjoying it?
1: Uh, main thing is like externals, like trespassing neighbors, dogs, like blowing, like, like at the neighbors, I've had this happen quite a bit where the neighbors, um, not necessarily on this piece, but on pieces before where property lines don't mean a whole lot to these people. So you'll be sitting in a stand, and then they'll have three guys come walking through, blowing their scent all over the place. Oh, that yeah, that would piss me off. Be right through their bedding area, or like neighbor's dogs come running through chasing deer. See, I've had, okay, I've never, besides the lady on the phone, which she was
2: on her property, so I can't be too mad about it. She was 25 yards behind me, (laughs) Yeah, but I can't be too mad. I have had a few dogs, never had them chasing deer, though. I don't know. I When I look at a dog, I just think it was like a coyote too. Yeah. I'm like, or a bobcat. I'm like, you know, it's to a deer. It's a predator. Yeah. Maybe it pushes them off. Maybe they'll come back. Hopefully it's just not, you know, headed sure. after it, trying to chomp its sure. leg like a coyote. But I had dealt with the dog thing before. That can kind of, kind of gets to me, but usually not too bad. Mm-hmm. What else?
1: Um, If I do something, I get frustrated myself. Like if I miss that's a big one or like oh
2: that well missing or fucking up a shot that'll that'll do it to you. Yeah. What what before that? What that, I mean that's a big one but what else? Um here's I got a question for you. Okay. Doe's blowing at you.
1: See, I don't get frustrated at that like I like, don't either. Like I just they won. Like that's how I look at it. They won. I mess I didn't play the winner right. Do you look at it as now It can kind of get
2: frustrating when, like, let's say there's a group of three or four does, and one starts blowing or stomping at you, and then all of them are looking at you, and then they all just take off. But if it's just, and even then, it's so circumstantial. I don't look at it like it ruins a hunt, you know? No. Like, if you get blown at.
1: If they blow at me, I'm definitely shooting them. I'm a hunter. If they're in range, I'm a hunter. No matter the day? Oh, no matter the day. Ballsy bastard. Well, because I've shot bucks right after that. Sure,
2: and and I guess I was actually kind of lead with that. I guess it's different if... mm, How am I trying to say this? I was thinking of that too, like the whole doe blowing situation. If you get blown at or stomped at and they all bugger out of there, dude, yeah, whatever, they're bitches, but... There's probably going to be a new wave of does coming yeah. in. And it's, there's, if it's close to the rudder or whatever, you know, does are starting to get hot. I don't think it affects them that much either. No. Kind of like a whole, like the whole coyote thing. Mm. Kind of like to that, like I've, I've have had coyotes chase after deer. It doesn't blow a hunt. Yeah. Like in five minutes, it, it's a, it, it's like a restart, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: but that I don't know. I always hear guys like talk about uh like how it ruins their hunt i don't i don't look at it that way that yeah. one doesn't bother me much um i don't know late season can get frustrating
1: yeah late season gets frustrating i guess i get frustrated at the wind like and I, this, like a swirling wind yeah or like if the wind changes like you're set up like, for a west wind and then all of a sudden it out of the blue it just changes to the east
2: like you're in the stand for an hour next thing you know you got the most shit wind yep. possible yeah that's annoying um. Well, this happened this year. I, I've hunted once this year, it was just a doe hunt. But I was walking in, and I about <laughs> about freaked out. There were these big black rocks laying on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck are those? I'm mm-hmm. like, those have never been here before. Got probably 15 yards. They're cows. <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't have cows. <laughs> I'm like, where did they come? And the neighbor does. know. I'm like, dude, this dude's fence must be down. And I, I kind of had to push him out of there. But that's not frustrating. I know guys who have put up hot fences, you know, because like they deal with cows a lot and they mm. get frustrated with them. I've never really had to deal with them. that's the first time I ever had to push cows out of a certain piece. Hmm. What else? What else is a frustrating? Like, I'm trying to think of things that almost where it makes hunting deer hunting that you're supposed to like enjoy and have fun with makes it feel like work. Like where you're just not having fun. And I'm going somewhere with this. I, I am. Sure. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to think of more things where
1: I really don't, I have, just
2: get mad.
1: Yeah. The wind. And then if I make, like if I'm not prepared or I don't make a mistake, if I make a mistake, that's kind of yeah. the main things I get frustrated at.
2: Uh, all right. Be honest on this one. I'll be honest on it too. Have you ever, ever and, Probably some of your younger years, but even to this day, have you ever gotten jealous? Like, let's say a buddy or just not even a, it can be a buddy or it can just be people you know, like deer are dying and you're still sitting there like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, no. And, and, and that's that and hundred percent, like there was a three year stretch riding kill buck yep. and all my buddies were shooting big, yep. big deer and I hadn't even seen a shooter deer.
2: Yep, I, I was the same way. And I just, I passed deer just because the guys who I were hanging around with, who were like my hunting guys, they were killing studs and I'm like, I want to kill studs. So I passed deer too. And I got frustrated then, but do you ever just get mad? Like, how do I say that? If like, let's say you're on a two year dry spell. Mm-hmm. And you got a buddy who just, who's killed Hammer, and then Hammer. Do you ever get jealous?
1: Yeah, I'll get jealous of him. But it's not necessarily in like a, I'm mad at him. It's it's a, I like, I'm happy for him. Right. And I want that for me too. Right.
2: I also, it's also, I feel like it's like a natural kind of like human reaction Mm -hmm. to get jealous. Like, this is and this is dead honest. Like, like Colton last year shot shot that one. I think it was a mid, went mid seventies. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I think after just so many years of, and not it's not even a lot, man. To look at the big picture, things we're still you you're got more years in it than I do. Like I got into it late, mm-hmm. but like when he killed that buck, man, I think I was more jacked that he killed that deer mm-hmm. than me killing like last year i was more jacked that he shot that buck than the buck i shot and i shot a great buck yeah it it, it went 50s like it was a stud deer Mm -hmm. he shot a giant and i don't even know if it's the whole you know the inches play into it which i mean it does to a certain extent but i'm like man that is awesome Mm -hmm. in my younger years i would have been like not like fuck that guy but i would have been jealous and i would have handled it um totally different way sure and i feel like that's one that a lot of guys play into mm-hmm. the hand of well he's killing deer he's killing deer he's killing deer all his buddies are killing deer and he can't get on it and i feel like that's when a lot of guys get mad and it's not even at their buddies it's just more at themselves and the properties they're hunting no 100 i also feel like guys do get mad when someone's killing bigger deer than them yeah, and that's also a thing you got to look at too. It's like, man, that is so property. That's so circumstantial. Like, yeah, your property might have all these big deer, but this one doesn't. It's like you can't get mad over something like that. No. You know what I mean? You got to hunt. You got to kill either. Eight, you got to make it a goal to kill the biggest deer on your piece, or the the oldest deer. You know what I mean? Like one yeah. of those ways. I don't know. I thought I think that's a good one for guys just getting mad and then like. You know, it can be another one. I feel like it's like post-rut depression (laughs) when it's over and you're just looking at it and you're like, fucking A. Here comes the cold. Here comes the freaking no movement. Everyone, they slowed down. I don't know. I guess where I'm going with all of this is don't get frustrated. Yeah, you. that's... In any of it. No. From opening to closing to filling, not filling a tag because kind of like what I wrote down here, like it could be the last time you hunt. Yeah. You have, like, I know that's all like kind of cliche and whatnot. Yeah. But if you look at it, it's like, shit, you could die tomorrow. You could get, par- you know, you could do something to where you could not shoot a bow anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be a big one for me. Like I could you could rip your shoulder out completely and never be able to pull a bow again. You know what I mean? Like things like that. I was just I wrote that down because I think that's a big one where it's like, dude, enjoy this. You're yeah, in one of the I don't know, top states to whitetail hunt in and talking about us in Kansas. You got to enjoy every moment of that.
1: Yeah, you never know what could what could pop out. And season can change in 30 seconds and you just 100%. never know.
2: 100% and it could change for the better, it could change for the worse. Like it could be your last freaking season like mm-hmm. from freaking doe hunts to sits where you get skunked, you know, to killing that fucking number 1 buck on your list. Like I just think it's a big thing to enjoy all of it. No, uh, for sure. I don't know. That's kind of all I got. I kind of wanted just to finish with that because, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just look at it like, and for my situation, like no bucks right now. Like, I'm cold turkey right now. Sure. There's no reason to get mad. And dude, all my buddies, like Cooper, Connor, Colton, you, y'all like sh- sh- send photos or some of these photos. I'm like, yep. I'm like, eat dicks. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. I don't <laughs> but you know, it's all good fun, but. Yeah. The way I look at it, man, it's just like, enjoy it because you never know what could happen and just, for sure, dude, hunt as much as you want, as least as you want, you know, just hunt and have fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't know. No, that's all, that's all I got. You
1: got anything else?
2: I think we covered it. Anything you want to leave these guys with? What is it? October 6th. We'll be on in a week.
1: Yeah, got about thirty
2: days till she starts getting real interesting. Yeah, are you uh you hunting tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm hunting Sunday. Okay. Yep. Nope. Me and Lexi got a couple dates with some does. Ho- there you go. Hopefully, we're cleaning some deer in the garage tomorrow morning, drinking uh-huh. some coffee. I hope you are. All right, guys. I think that is all we got for the day. Uh, like I said, I apologize for being gone for so long, but Colton's been busy. I've been busy. You know. We eat this shit up, man. Between yeah, Elks, You know that Western thing's just a totally different game. And like, I just got a bad feeling, man. That every year there's going to be more and more days taken off in September, and just getting <laughs> more and more serious and ate up with that, man. It's it's so much fun out there for sure. Is it not for sure? Yeah, God. And no, you know what? We'll go ahead and break the news now. We did not fill. Our elk tags. No, we didn't. I I used to have a sad button on here, but I don't think I have it no more. (laughs) But no, looking forward to deer season, sir. I I hope hope you kill a giant. I hope you do too. Yeah, I'll just come hunt one of your stands. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. I'll shoot whichever one you don't. You know, honestly, you can pick. (laughs) I'm not that picky. It's fine. (laughs) But no. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. I'll get some episodes pumped out. Got a few cooking. They've been cooking for a bit. They're ready to hit the air. But... Till then, till next time, we'll see you. This is the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast. I'm your host, Braden Tolls. I'm Colton Walson. We'll catch you next time. See ya.
0: Oh, you here? December 21st, it changed my life forever He was coming down when he ain't not even notice me I stood up and grabbed my bow He made his way down through the funnel I drew back, I'm locked, I'm ready to rock it Ain't no turning back It's like a meteorite When it's took flight, it like a shooting star Let my arrow fly, then he died within 40 yards Send my things to heaven Cause I have to give thanks to God waited and then put out within a couple days Couple hours, go by, I was already at 20K It was steady going up, knocking out milestones I can never give it up, I had to stay strong I I forget to mention when I was running through thickets Rabbit hunt with old heads so We was trying to get a limit 20 pack of bagel hounds Sounding like dog pounds Catch them trying to cross the lane Then I had to cut them down I see the times are changing Overlook for so long To see it is amazing Outdoor magazine, seeing familiar faces To see a face was in my mind Shit we finally made it